0: Hey, how's it going? Welcome to episode 124 of Tommy G Talks. So look, this episode is the first of many what I'm calling wavelength episodes. And the difference with a wavelength episode is that it is predominantly a conversation that is going to be about business and marketing. Now, of course, this is because I, in 2020, started a new company called Tide55. And this podcast I've always promised to keep it running parallel to my life. So whatever is going on um, that I feel is of use that's going through my brain in my world in my life that I can then uh, translate and articulate onto an audio version of this, um, I will. And so I know that there will be people that have been subscribed to this podcast now for a number of months, maybe even years, that this is not going to land with. You're just not going to be into this one because it is about business and marketing However, I do know that for some of you, that's going to be of interest. And of course, I want to welcome you if you're here for the first time. And that is what you're here for. So look, the, the episodes are called Wavelength Episodes. Wavelength, get it? Tide 55, Wavelength, Podcasts, Sound. Yeah, I know you get it. Anyway, I didn't explain myself. It's a cool name. But that is what we're going to call these episodes. So when you see Wavelength Uh, At the start of one of our episode descriptions, you'll know that it's to do with business and marketing. Now, of course, I'm not going to take any offense whatsoever if you decide this isn't for you. All you got to do is just skip the podcast. You can listen to somebody else that you're subscribed to, or you can wait for my next episode to come through because I will be um, alternating the style of content that I share. Sometimes I'll be sharing a short snippet, something to help you in your everyday movements and thoughts. Other times it'll be a wavelength episode much like this. And then, of course, I still will be sharing stories of transforming challenge into confidence. And I have some awesome guests lined up over the next few episodes. So I want to um, set the scene for you. Welcome you. Thank you for being here. This episode is really cool. We talk about some of the new trends in social media, what makes things go viral. We discuss the wheat, of bix, and beans situation. And we had a special guest join us, a good friend, Ryan Hartley, who has a podcast of his own called the Always Better Than Yesterday podcast, uh, recently had Matthew McConaughey as a guest and we were um, tasked at Tide55 with editing the video footage of that interview. So, you know, it all comes together and um, I'm really glad that you're here and I hope that this finds you in good health and that you're well. And if you'd like to join the conversation, then please, uh, well, I tell you what would be good, go and follow Tide55 on Instagram. We've got a relatively new account, it's T-I-D-E dot five five, that's T I d-e dot five five go give it a follow on instagram and say hi it'd be great for you to make yourself known all right without further ado let's get into the uh the episode and with this new series called wavelength we've also got a new jingle enjoy Are you, are you in a kitchen? Yeah, I'm in, in my of, kitchen. Of, ah, I was going to say, we have a game, guess where Darren is. <laughs> <Yeah>. Or <laughs> well, maybe got... in a kitchen or like a spare room or something. And welcome to episode number one. This is a, a moment in history of the Tide 55 show. I've literally just made that name up on the spot. I wasn't even sure what I was going to call it, but it sounded like the right thing to say. So this is the Tide 55 show. The point of this is to help you guys out with any gems of wisdom that we manage to draw out of ourselves around marketing, around business development and growth, around teamwork, leadership, whatever comes out really. But most importantly, we want to let you guys into our world. We want you to know who we are, what we do, and how we do it. And hopefully, put a smile on your face as we get into our discussions today. So, in episode number one, we get the chance to really set tone. Um, what it is that we want to do? How we want to do it? And that's why I thought it'd be a good idea not to be the person in charge of that. So I have uh, entrusted the awesome Kendall to come up with um, the items on the agenda for today's conversation. So without further ado, let's get into the meat of this episode, which is a really bad way of putting it, considering <laughs> that Kendall is a vegan. But let's get into the, um, it is Thursday after all, <laughs> the vegan Thursdays. Let's get into what we're going to be doing today. So what are we doing today, Kendall? What is item number one on our agenda?
1: All right, so, I'm actually going to tell you all four items, so you can be prepared. Um, And I've gone for a little bit funny, a little bit not, to mix it up, because otherwise, I thought it might be a bit much. So, the four things for today are, obviously, the controversial Weetabix tweet, a change to the Instagram Reels algorithm, (laughs) in my opinion, the best video on the internet, and Clubhouse. So... Weetabix to start with for anyone that didn't see. Weetabix tweeted, um, when was it, last week?
0: I think it was early last week.
1: They tweeted um, a picture of beans on Weetabix saying something like, why does bread get to have all the fun? (laughs) Which then had loads of brands get involved and it was just basically fun. It was really just fun but what I thought would be good for us to discuss what that has to do with marketing and why that's good marketing and what impact that can have on all the brands that did get involved, on Weetabix, on Heinz, and kind of what people can take from that in their own strategies going forward.
0: Yeah, I think it's good. Good point to start with, Darren, what did you did you clock that? Did you see that Weetabix and beans thing?
2: No, I no, I didn't actually, but um obviously it's a it's a talking point and there'll be lots of people thinking, you know. It's great. It just it just sets the thing. people's talking, and that's all. That that was their target, probably. That was their that was their objective, just to get people talking about Weetabix. And and now they'll probably run some sort of campaign of what do you have on your Weetabix? You know, it's like the like the cabbage cream egg. How do you eat your cream egg? And yeah, I've always saw that. I've and just gather momentum. so much better.
0: But there could be so much more that they could do with that. <laughs> indeed but they it
2: gathers momentum and gets people talking about it. and at the end of the day that's all you want your to happen for your brand as long as it's not damaged in any way that's that's perfect and that probably got a lot of uh, a lot of tweets my guess how, how many did he get out of interest
1: well the thing is I don't I don't know the exact number but that would be good to talk about but the thing is is that like people talk about it as it's like a big debate and it's a discussion topic and it's controversial but it's also beans on wheat a bit you know it's not it's not Serious. It's the sort of thing that we can all laugh and joke about and, like, get quite agitated about. But really, when it comes down to it, it doesn't matter, which I think is what the best part was, is that it was controversial, but it was just beans on bix at the end of the day.
0: Yeah. Have you tried it? Tell me, us. I try, I did, yeah. I tried it on... Well, I tried it pancake, beans, and a Wheatabix, because I thought, you know, we should get involved. Like, marketers... Um, like to you know get involved in everything, don't they? So I thought, let's, let's try it.
1: Have, he did have cold beans.
0: Yeah, oh, I, I think as well.
2: I like cold well, beans. Yeah. You oh, think there
1: you you go. Cold?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I'll tell you what I do sometimes, take the lid off the beans, bit of brown sauce in there, spoon them out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> we need to well, do something with that, surely. We need to make well. a... we could pair up beans and and you know your your daddy's sauce yeah the the brown sauce what um what i think was really cool about that that whole weetabix and beans thing is the that you're seeing a lot more these days other big brands jumping in and tweeting or responding to like what other big brands are up to but from a persona from like a point of view that that brand is a person i think like a couple of the ones that stick out in my mind was specsavers put like Takes off glasses, um, puts on blindfold. Blindfold, yeah. yeah, like that, which which works so well for Specsavers. And then all of a sudden, what you've got is you've got Heinz and Weetabix have made this thing, but now Specsavers are benefiting from the attention too, because they've been clever enough to put their input, and not be too scared to get involved. Um, and then what was happening? You get other, you got other big brands chipping in and tweeting in the same way like from their own persona kennel can you remember like some of the others
1: yeah so um my favorite one which is a little bit of a random one was it was like the us embassy that tweeted something and then the uk embassy replied saying, no, no the us embassy said something like this wasn't quite the uk us collaboration we wanted and then the uk embassy replied to that like um you've got some nerve saying that coming from the like nation that puts their milk in first or something like that about tea. Oh no, puts their tea in the microwave. That's right. It's random. And then my other favourite one was BMW tweet uh, yeah, they tweeted saying this is up there with people who don't use indicators.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: But what do you like, what would you say is the benefit of a brand getting involved and showing like their persona?
0: Well it, it makes them seem human. That literally is it I think it makes them seem human, like they're a person. And that's really relatable. Like that's the mm. basic human nature to relate to another human being so you're taking a brand that's that's thousands of people that brand that that one word spec savers and that one logo represents thousands of employees um stakeholders shareholders yet on twitter all that matters is that tiny little bit of content getting that right makes it feel human and all of a sudden you've you've gained some major points i think in in uh in, in your custom it, literally in your customers' eyes. Um, yeah, you've yeah. gained some major points, I think, by doing that. And you didn't have to do that. A lot of um I saw a tweet that was uh getting a lot of heat which was saying um I feel sorry for all of the all of the social media um creators that are now having to wait for approval from their managers to get involved in the Wheat of Licks and Beans debate so true because if you're waiting to get involved in so much as now yeah. then you, you miss the point and you become sort of after the fact and that's that's not cool
1: yeah that's def- I think it's definitely shown that you have to be quick you have to be completely on it and you can't mess about because if you don't just do it even like with someone like NHS who really it doesn't really matter but then they tweeted something like this should come with a health warning so like yeah. they've all kind of made it relevant to themselves oh, look I just, just love in the like discussion the threads for it people just responding I think someone responded to that NHS one and it said something like I never thought I'd see the NHS roast
0: Weetabix on Twitter (laughs) I'm having a quick look now
1: yes there's so many good ones so many it it does it
0: gets me excited about you know some of the clients that we do engagement for because we are actually in control of that and we're in charge of that it's our responsibility to to be able to see what's and it has to be relevant that's the thing right it has to be either relevant to their um, level which, you know, if we were to tweet on behalf of one of our clients to, you know, the wheat a bit, it's not going to have the same impetus because we're not on the same level of national, international brand just yet. But with local stuff or industry specific stuff, having our ear to the ground and being able to respond in a way that's appropriate and, and puts a smile on people's faces is an exciting position to be in, I think.
2: Yeah, I'm looking forward great, to more isn't? of
0: those it's a great thing though,
2: as you say there you've got the Weetabix Beans Challenge and, and how many people have picked up and I can tell you now there will be celebrities jumping on that
1: yeah and Piers that, Morgan that, done
2: it on. so there you go so all of a sudden they have got so much um, airspace yeah. off the back of that primetime, it is amazing uh, time airspace that you'd be paying a lot of money for airtime and they mm. pick that up just
0: by a simple tweet and pushing the boundaries a bit yeah, yeah.
2: It is amazing how the how
0: that how that happens, like the virality of something, how quickly it spreads. Like in in if you trace it back, you can you can look in other forms of of marketing at how that's happened. Like do you remember chain mail? Do you remember like chain emails? Like I used to get I don't know if Kendall you would have had chain emails. So I know Darren you might have had them. Well, you might get an email and say um. You, you copy it and then you send it to 50 people. And then what you get at the end is this email that's been sent to like millions of... And you can see now people wouldn't... They wouldn't trust their information. I mean, imagine getting a chain email now. You'd be like, cheers, got myself a got myself an email list, GDPR be on your ass. But that like used to happen. And then if you remember a few years back, things like the Ice Bucket Challenge. Yeah. I thought the Ice Bucket Challenge was that first... Like everyone took part in that, yeah. everyone did that, and then nominated someone else. It's that same like the knock-on effect yeah. that that has. I think it's a curious model. Yeah, that ice bucket bone was quite interesting actually. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's almost though that like everything once marketers get involved, it they do saturate everything. Marketers yeah. sa- saturate uh, whatever they turn up to get saturated. The beans and Weetabix thing is now, although there are so many people that don't haven't seen it and, and, and don't get it, it's already becoming saturated or soggy. Yep. Soggy is a good word to use, I think, for Weetabix. Um, there I, milk, no milk, was no milk. No milk, mate. No, just the beans are <laughs> springy. So liquid. 2020.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> although oh, I, don't no if, you see? I don't know if you saw Tommy, but innocent smoothies I can't remember what they said but then Weetabix replied like don't worry we've got you with a picture and it was the same as the beans one but instead of beans it was an innocent smoothie oh
0: okay yeah, which
1: probably yeah. would have like it's funny because then that would have been a thing on its own but then because everyone's talking about beans no one even cares about that anymore because actually yeah. I'm probably more intrigued to taste that that would probably be quite good
0: well, I might have some lunch time now yeah. <laughs> I might have take, lunch take a photo of it Darren because you just never know you just don't, and yeah. that is the thing. Like you, I don't think anybody, unless there's a board that they're all a part of, and they go, "Guys, we're going to do this thing. Can you just jump on and tweet for us, please?" Yeah, I know. I don't think you can plan. You can't. I mean, you can't. You can't. And that's what's interesting about it is that people will now go, "Oh, I'm going to try doing that," yeah. and then you yeah. just be trying too hard, and it just won't work. You you can't predict yeah. it. Like the, the 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 fella, and forgive me, I forget his name, but with the cranberry juice, you know, the TikTok. the the cranberry juice guy on the skateboard that now, you know, he lives in a nice house has got like a a lifetime supply of cranberry juice. This guy produced that. He made a video on TikTok. Darren literally used the right song, did the right thing, drinking the right product. He did not intend to do any of that. It was just his TikTok, and it took off. It became a viral sensation. Um, We talked about it in one of our newsletters, which you need to be a subscriber on if you're not already. Um, And, yeah, I mean, you can't... My point is, you can't plan that shit. It just happens. So take a picture of it, Darren, see what happens.
2: <laughs> yeah, I might do that at lunchtime. I'll have a chat with my girl, see if they've done it or seen it.
0: <laughs> what we got on our, What's next on our agenda today, Kendall? Are the... Right. What did you say, Instagram reels or something?
1: Yeah, so... Not as um, viral or exciting, but Instagram have announced that a change to their algorithm... For, for Reels, is that they are going to start deprioritizing any Reels that have the TikTok auto. Oh,
0: I'm so glad you brought that up. <laughs> I'm so glad you brought that up because I've been saying that for a long time. And what I love about it, and I'm jumping in here, you probably already got a bit of information because yes. you've got stuff, <laughs> is they... Right, so, okay, let's rewind. Darren and anyone else here, TikTok as a platform... Is known for its short, creative, snappy stuff to music. That's really the thing. Like you do it to a track, and then other people can replicate that sound and put their spin on it and do it their way. And it becomes a a shareable thing. Instagram brought out a feature called Reels shortly after the fiasco with TikTok and Donald Trump and the ownership of TikTok being in China, and then some of it was bought and whatever but they thought right we we got a big contender here we need to bring out a feature to stop the migration of attention so they brought out reels everyone was saying what's reels that was basically just tiktok but on instagram and they did that instagram didn't fight it and this is what i love about how clever mark zuckerberg and co are they did not fight the fact that people thought it was tiktok on instagram they were like oh well Go mm-hmm. on then, share your TikToks on here. Go on, share them all. Because yeah, as soon as people right. start liking them, you're going to feel more of a affiliation to our platform than you are to TikTok. And Kendall knows, because we talk about stuff that I post. When I post on Instagram, I get more attention than I do on TikTok. So if that's the case for everyone else who is creating stuff but can't do this thing that I want to do on Instagram, so I've got to go and do it on TikTok, but now I can... Cool, Instagram's going, yeah, bring it over. Yeah, cool, bring it. Bring it all with you. Bring it all with you. And then they've gone, all right, we've got enough now. So now anyone who shares their TikTok video straight onto Reels, which we think is lazy, <laughs> we don't want you to do that. We want you to create on our platform because we've got enough supply now to the demand. we will just go. nah, we're not going to show you. We're not going to show your video because it's got TikTok, because TikTok make like a print. In the corner, mm. it's very easy to for the algorithm yeah. to detect that because um, you often might wonder like start TikTok. Oh yeah, yeah, both both extremely clever. Like you'd wonder like why would Instagram let all this TikTok infiltration yeah. happen? Because they know that when they get you there, they'll keep you there because they are confident that their platform can keep your attention. Whereas TikToks, they're like, cool. You do your stupid little dances, bring the attention to us so that we can sell them the advertising and make money off the ad platform, which is the backbone of the whole thing. And now I love that, Kendall, that that's happened because it's like, right, now you can all fuck off again. Like, yeah. just, unless you're going to, like, if you, don't be lazy. We want to give you the reward if you're a creator on our platform, and that's amazing.
1: But what do you think that will do? Do you think that will split the audience and people that work well on TikTok will just stick to TikTok? Do you think people will make them double? Do you think... But, like,
0: they've obviously done their maths so what they yes is the answer but they don't care because they've done their maths so they know that the ones that are just going to leave now and go okay well there's no point in me sharing it on Instagram because I only want to share it on Instagram they're going to go to TikTok and that's fine by them because they know that they've done the maths Yeah, they have essentially suffocated the threat of TikTok to their audience which is their business so they've done what they had to do it's a safety move yeah. that they've gone cool Now we've got enough impetus, enough momentum, enough inertia behind Reels that TikTok's no longer a threat to us. Fine, great. Shut it off. Don't let it in anymore. Uh, It's it's, it's genius. At some point, get your head around this, right? At some point, sat around a table, okay, in Silicon Valley or on Zoom, and they went, what are we going to do about this? Because TikTok's starting to get... And someone went, oh, just... Let's just, I don't know, let, uh, uh, someone, uh, don't worry about it. Let them. Let them. And then when we get enough, we're going to shut the door. Oh, genius.
2: I suppose the beauty there, though, is my guess that Instagram is a bigger brand than TikTok.
0: Is, that's
2: And that's why they didn't have to worry too much.
0: But then this was growing so quick. What was happening, Darren, is a lot of the demographic of Instagram were migrating. So a lot of people were leaving the party. They were like, oh, we want to go to the nightclub across the street. And then Instagram were like, no, 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 come back. And they're like, yeah, but they're doing shots. We're like, oh, we're doing shots too now, come back. And then once they got them back in there, they remembered why they loved it so much, and then they're not going to go again.
2: Yeah, it's it's similar to a a situation when I was was at school. one of our competitors started to use Thora Heard in their advertising and started to panic a bit and thought, I'm using Thora Heard. Big name at the time in that for that generation, that market. And my director at the time sat back exactly like you said, and don't panic, advertising fees and her management costs. And we just piggybacked on the back of her because people come in and associate her with
0: our brand. Yeah, it's a great point, and and you have to be able to not get threatened by that. I think as as business owners in in whatever industry, if someone shows up and starts making an effort to draw in more more attention, then that just means more people at the party, doesn't it? You know, you you, you if you're good enough, will still leverage that attention. Yeah, you'll pin some of those customers. Absolutely. What do you think, Kendall? You you've uh, you brought it up, and then we just kind of snatched it away. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think it's interesting. I think I think the problem is is that I don't really create on either, so I can't compare them. But I can only assume that the reason there are so many TikToks on Instagram is because it is maybe an easier, more enjoyable experience to create on TikTok, which would m- make me think that Instagram need to change that so that. There's no difference. And so creating on Instagram is the exact same as creating a TikTok because then it doesn't really matter. Because then you could just create and share. I don't... That's... I do think it's crazy that they've been letting it in all this time. But like you said, it makes sense.
0: You know what it is, though, right? All of these platforms are centred around attention. Built on a model of attention means that we can advertise and generate huge amounts of of income and increase our share prices and everything else. And attention is what the user cra- uh, craves.
2: Mm.
0: Now, the word on the street, very yeah. clever, because I think, and it's just my opinion, but I think creating in the TikTok platform is quite hard. Okay, I think it's quite, uh, a lot of people who have just been brought up into that it's, that, it's their way of seeing it, right? But because we've been brought up with the apps that we've predominantly used in our generation, it's just a little bit different to those. I think. But anyway, the word on the street was you can become an overnight success on TikTok. Yeah. The word on the street, that was the, that was the candy. That was the, come on, you could be famous. You Mm. could have your, you could have your moment, you know, and, and uh, there was a period of time about a year ago when this was all starting that um, I had, it was uh, Kelly, my wife, myself, and Jordan, who was working with me at the time, and we all had these. We all doing these videos. We were all trying to get a million views. We sort of challenged ourselves. Let's see how we can do it. You know, Jordan got a million views of a video of his car boot closing because he parked so close to the wall that when he when he <laughs> when he closed the boot, <laughs> it just it just did that, and and pe- and people went crazy for it, and and it, it had like one point two million views. One that I made, which I took ages on, had like 700,000. Kelly did a, uh, one where she basically just mimicked a child's voice and it got like 800,000, 900,000. So all of this was, ha- was ha- it was almost like, it was like a bar. Like TikTok were giving out free shots. They were like, yeah, come in, free shots for everyone. You can have your little moment. And then of course you become addicted to that app and you become someone who wants to continue to get that feeling.
2: Was that, was that born, was TikTok, in my opinion, and I don't know enough about it, was, was it born out of the pandemic
0: yet? No, but it took off in the in the pandemic. Yeah. And, and I'd yeah. say what else, the De- demographic shifted. Yeah. A yeah. lot of um, older people, as I yeah. say older, like over sort of 23, 24-year-olds, yeah. started coming to TikTok because it became funny.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Their friend did it. They shared it on their Instagram So TikTok were benefiting from that, but then of course the migration happens and they go, it's not for me, and then they come back to their first love, which is Instagram, um, which is clever. But yeah, no, it didn't, but it definitely got amplified by it.
1: So, do you think it would be as it is now without the pandemic?
0: Um, No, I I don't think anything.
1: Think of all like the people that were doing like just challenges because Mm. it was like you were stuck at home, there was nothing to do. I yeah, I'd be interested to see what would have happened otherwise.
0: Yeah, I I, I think that was a launchpad.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: I, I think exactly. it, it kept a lot of people going. I think.
1: Yeah, 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 something fun, just easy, and it's just, just easy. You can just sit and scroll. Like it is a bit addictive, isn't it? Mm. Funny.
2: Yeah, you know, I'm always getting a, I'm always getting a phone thrown in front of my face for to, to my daughters <laughs> to, to look at this, and some of it I find amusing, and some, of it, well, <laughs> yeah.
0: well, I I use it now more than I have in the last probably year. Um, I just shut the thing away for ages. And thought that's oh, just it, it was just too annoying, you know. However, there's I think there's a there's a second half to this with TikTok, and I think with what we're doing as an agency, we need to understand these platforms and we need to know the nuances between TikTok versus Reels versus Twitter versus whatever else happens next. So I've been using it as, as Kendall, knows, I've been talking to her about it, as almost like a testing ground of let's put this out here and let's put this out here and let's see the difference in response and then calculate the reasons why that's the case and and and, and see the differences and, and really get to know it. And I think one thing that we um, have to do as an agency, and those watching will get a bit of our philosophy, we have to spend time on the platforms where we're yeah. doing our thing. We have to know the game. We have to see it. We have to be obsessed with the different ins and outs of each platform and see the opportunities for our clients on these platforms, you know, and there's a big opportunity. Like we're, talk, we're in talks with a, a brand, we can't say who, but we're in talks with a brand that's, um, well, we know who it is. They, uh, they are a massive contender for TikTok content. And for us to be able to do that, I think is very valuable in this day and age. And we'll talk about this in the newsletter next week, but it's the same with esports. I'm not going to go into it now, but people saying to me, "Why, why do you, why do you guys sponsor someone who plays FIFA?" You know, doesn't that, that sound a bit strange? Why would you do that? Because of what's coming, because of how the attention's shifting, and we have to know that and be at the forefront of that as uh, people who want to be the best they can be at what they do. That was kind of Wait, so my why... final thoughts on that one. Go, on, man. So, so, why, why
2: do you think that you're getting more traction with um, Instagram and?
0: me personally yeah well i think it's a good question mate. i think two reasons one humor uh, i think there's a definite sense of humor difference with each age generation and yeah. i'll see it in the way that i think so my references are going to be based on my upbringing that are going to be out of context for a younger younger audience um but the people on instagram the demographic is slightly older anyway um following you know i've got a greater following on instagram than i have on on tiktok although sometimes that's not important in terms of these things. Um, but I think above all, it's context, reference cases okay, so, that are appropriate to people that are like me rather than younger generations, maybe. Okay, so here's a question for you,
2: because I know this is in our, in our own confinement here. and you know, So when you're looking at a client, and let's take angels, for example... You've got three opportunities there, like you say. You've got Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Do you target those? Do you put more of your efforts? Do you just put social media as a spread, or do you think, you know what, the best traction or the best opportunities are Twitter, for example, because this, this, and this. Is that. Is that part of our mm-hmm. – is that the sort of thing you talk about with the clients who you talk about? Is that what you –
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's like like
2: advertising on different places. You know, if you advertise in the the Daily Mail or the the Times compared to the Sun, you know the readership that the you know it's it's completely the same. I guess it's exactly the same.
0: It's exactly the same. It's where it's wherever the relevant attention is. So relevant being the demographic, the the opportunities in in business acquisition, because that's why you want to do marketing in the first place is even brand awareness is for the purpose of getting sales um, or balancing the, the profit and loss sheet, you know? So like with angels, for example, who angel call handling, shout out to angel call handling, their jobs helping people with their admin and taking their phone calls, you know, on behalf of, of the company when they can't do it. Um, the chances are that their core demographic are business owners, decision makers. Yes, they're on TikTok, and yes, there would be a small amount of them on there, and there could be a way of using the platform, being super creative with it to get their attention, but really, our energy is best focused on Facebook, on Instagram, and on LinkedIn, which is why we're focusing on those places uh, for them. Business platforms. Business platforms and... Places where we get the best return on time and energy and money, really. Um, But if a client said to us, we want to do all of it and here's our budget, go, we would.
1: Next is just, it's mainly for fun, but I'm sure we can get the marketing side out of it. And I feel like I should probably get the video up because in case you haven't all seen it. But let's check. Dan, have you seen a video um, at the moment that's of a Zoom call? Uh, and it's like an attorney and he has got a cat filter on. No. Shall I get it? Please. Mr. Ponton, I believe you have a filter turned
2: on in the video settings. <laughs> uh, you might want to... Uh, uh, take, take we're over. trying to... We're tr- can you hear me, Judge? I can hear you. I think it's a filter. It, the- it is. And I don't know how to remove it. I've got my assistant here. She's trying to, but... Oh, uh, I'm prepared to go forward with it. Uh, that's, I'm here live. I'm not a cat. <laughs> yeah, I, can, I can see that. Um, <laughs> I think if you click the up arrow... Amazing.
1: That's it. That's it. It's just the best video I've seen in a long time. What did you so think
2: well, of that, Darren? Seeing so <laughs> that for the first
0: time.
2: It's, it's brilliant. But obviously it's... Um, yeah, I like the way the cat was talking, and it'd be great if we could all just come to Zoom as a character, an animal character, how we see ourselves.
0: <laughs> that would what be, what would you be?
2: Oh, a meerkat. Because <laughs> 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 when, when I go... I've been skiing before, so they, they nickname me meerkat, because I'm always just looking... <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, yeah, I think that's great. But again, let's see, my guess is, that's picked up on the news. What was the company? That's probably done an absolutely...
1: How so, good. company-wise, not much not much talk. I am interested in Zoom, for starters. Mm. And then also, it's someone, I don't even know who it was, but there was news that talked about the fact that that is a, a system on an old Dell laptop or something that does that. So Dell got some traction for it because apparently it was like an old thing that they had, which is kind of random because then people are talking about Dell for yeah. kind of no reason at all, really. <laughs> and zoom's logos everywhere <laughs> i mean yeah.
2: absolutely but again for me something that has born out of the pandemic zoom never even heard of zoom before <laughs> and and realistically if you, you go back 18 months there was companies selling their um online software or talking to each other and yeah. you, just, you just have to buy into that sort of thing all of a sudden we're in pandemic and we are in lockdown. No one can go anywhere. And then Zoom launched this thing. everywhere. oh Zoom you it. It's almost like Google it, Google it. It's, yeah, they've Oh Zoom,
0: Zoom it! Yeah. and it's yeah.
2: absolutely
0: fantastic for them. And there's still so many opportunities for the for the video conferencing like space um yeah. we had an idea I can't remember if it was you Kendall uh, or, or if it was Kelly I was talking to about this but having for example um the ability to so I can't remember what it was now but there was a great idea I had it might come back to me if not I've lost my $1 million dollar idea um but it was something around it was around the video calls so I can't remember what it was now but like on that remember before the pandemic when you used to be like um Cause I did have Zoom and I used it before. I've been using Zoom for about four or five years. Now take this into consideration, right? 2013, Zoom was celebrated for getting a million video users within the first four months of its life. Okay. In April 2020, I can't remember the exact statistics, but they had like something like 15 or 6 I can't remember what it was. Uh, like, I'm going to have to find out afterwards and when Matt edits this to get out to put the actual data. But, like, millions of users in that single month of April 2020. And, like, the, the company value has just gone crazy. But what, what about this? Before, you'd be like, oh, do you want to do a Skype call? Yeah. <laughs> And Skype call was like this amazing thing. Now it's like yeah. I don't know about you, but I'm like Skype.
2: <laughs> Absolutely, and that's what I'm saying. You know, there was people selling video conferencing. People, there would be companies setting that up, coming in. People, yeah. Companies would be buying that sort of thing, and you'd be using it in an organisation. Now, you can just ping something across to someone. Now, I don't know what their. Do you advertise on Zoom? I don't know what's their what's their
0: subscription their model of income subscription model so if you if you wanted to have like longer than 40 minutes you wanted to yeah. record your Zooms then you have to pay and it works because I've got two <laughs> I've got two because I had I had a free account and I had a paid account but then yeah. my wife uses it for her classes and then yeah. the other night I needed to have the reliability of a recorded Zoom and not an interrupted Zoom so I signed up for another one because I was like well like she's using it so I can't so I've got two I'm a mug <laughs> and how much do they cost? Um, I think uh, roughly I think it's like fourteen to twenty pound a month, something like that. Right, okay. Which if you amplify by a few a couple of million, that's oh crazy. Not a bad amount. And
2: and, and again, it's this it's it's become a part of our vocabulary now.
0: Yeah. There's yeah, and and, and it will turn it sped everything up. You know, we said this before the pandemic sped everything up. There'll be there'll be hologram conferences and stuff like this not being in the place but being in the place thing that we're all doing right now and as evidence of is only going to get easier and faster and more widespread which as counter effect is going to mean being in person is going to become so much different and special and therefore would require so much more effort which can be favorable if you're willing to go that distance um, as well so it just shakes it up I think this is where you've got to start thinking, as you say about,
2: you know, if you look at online businesses now, they have absolutely thrived throughout this, and 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 the, this is the idea. This is the future, as you say, you know, either not working in the same offices or whatever. And there's got to be an idea, and someone's going to come out with something that's going to change, you know, like change the way we work or do something that is 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 going to make them a lot of money. And and I think it's about thinking of of that next step. I don't think it's good for human beings, mind you, not to be interacting. However, I think we've gone over a threshold now and we're not going to go back to where we were.
0: I don't think. No, No, yeah. I mean, the the simple fact is us as evidence. Our new offices are being built. Well, new office and office space is being built. And it's being built on the um, plan not even assumption, but plan, that there will be a working from home rotor. Yeah. You know, that there will not be a need for every person to be in every day. But instead to maximize that time to say, well, such and such and such and such needs to be together on that day. Yeah. Whereas, you know, this person doesn't need to be in on that day so they can work from home unless they have a, a problem with that. And I think that's the way forward, especially for companies like us. Who are completely connected via the internet, really. You've only got to look at um, Andover at the moment,
2: um, Charlton Place that's that's closing down, which is the Lloyd's TSB yep. bank or That's a huge, huge premises.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a lot of shifting about with things, isn't there? Mm. Yeah, and uh, you know, these things balance. This is the thing about like the headline, the headline that, that really did my head in was about the, um, about the dooming recession because the uh, amount of money spent over the course of the year was a, th- a, th- a quarter less than the year before. But of course, we were in lockdown for three months, which is a quarter of the year. So of course, there's not going to be as much money spent, you know, because the economy is liquid. It, it flows. And if you get a building like Charlton Place that shuts down, then the immediate financial pain of that for those involved is countered by the financial gain of whatever happens next. And the people who are involved with the building of houses, the people who are involved in you know in, in the plumbing of each bathroom in those new houses, if it is houses, that it becomes or whatever. And that just shifts. It's just that we don't see it because we're as the person who might lose their job, and Darren, obviously you speak from experience here um, more than us, but for a person who loses their job as a result of or account of uh, consequence of the pandemic, they don't see that perhaps that money that was going to you, they don't. Who knows where that's going? But it's going somewhere. Mm. It, it might not even be in the hands of the employer that you had. It might just be that the money that would have been spent there and then there has now gone there, which has been spent there. It's gone somewhere else. It hasn't yeah. just disappeared from the planet. It's just gone somewhere else. But we don't see that because how would we even know where it's gone? We just see that we haven't got it anymore so then you you hear the voice oh it's so bad and shit and everyone's got no 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 that's just how that's how because we've started a company in this you know we're we're a child of the pandemic as i say and um and i've also got a business which is half its size in the pandemic so you know i I trust it i think it's going to be all right what about you guys
2: yeah I, yeah, I think there's lots of things. We've mentioned a few things here that have come out today from the pandemic. So you, you know, people are always talking about the doom and gloom it, but you look at TikTok, you look at Zoom, you look at your businesses. You know, Tire Fifty Five has come out. Phoenix has come out. So, you know, things do happen, and 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 as humans, you've got to move on. So yeah, you've got to I see you've got that. to see these opportunities and, and take
0: them.
1: Yeah, and adapt to it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Talking off, moving on. Are we approaching, I think, our fourth? Yeah, we need Ryan. Do we want Ryan in from the start? Let's get him in now, yeah.
1: So the last thing I'm going to talk about today is Clubhouse, which is a new social platform um, that seems to be getting some traction. It's an audio-only platform, and basically users can host a discussion, and you can go in and you can listen, you might be called upon to participate, and it's basically like a virtual Clubhouse where you have loads of different discussions and it's good because we've got Ryan here who has some experience with Clubhouse so we can get his view on it Um, but the main thing I want to talk about is what people think about it because I've read lots of different views on how much it's grown I think it says something like in December there were 600,000 active users and in just over a month that grew to 2 million and it's not even open to the public you can only it's invite only so you have to have someone invite you to be allowed in So that's quite a big growth considering it's not just open to everyone. Also, I read that Mark Zuckerberg done a chat on there and people are speculating that that is basically to take notes to transfer that over to Facebook somehow. (laughs) So who wants to go first? Maybe Ryan, you start telling us what your experience has been like with it and what you think.
3: Yeah, cool. I, I, it's like social media in general. I think you know people have good things about it and bad things about it. And I think the thing I've tried to be is just intentional because you go in there, there are these rooms where there are big speakers and there are people that are trying to get their kind of screenshots alongside the big speakers, and there's a lot of you know self promotion, ego boosting type behavior. But there's also some great conversations. There's great learning and great insight. So. To most, it will be just another use of people's time, another thing to take up your time. But I think with anything social media-wise, it's just great to be intentional. I've had some really great conversations in smaller rooms where I've genuinely connected with people and I've left feeling... Like I'm not the only one in the world that's trying to advance whatever I'm trying to advance, you know. And I created a room uh, on the day when the Capitol building was being stormed in America. And a few American friends kind of jumped on and they they jumped on with heavy hearts. And we just had a conversation around what brings us hope. And it was it was just in a small room. There was about five or six of us. And we all left with a sense of renewed hope and optimism, despite what was going on on the telly. So again, I think it's intention. However you choose to spend your time, make sure you surround it with good people that bring you up.
1: All right, Tommy, your turn. what do you think about it?
0: Well, I think it's like every social media platform, it's an extension of us. It's an extension of our consciousness. So it's not the platform itself. The platform is just the rules of engagement. It's the landscape. And I think the landscape is an interesting word because I like to think of it as like, we found some new land, right? So some people have gone out in a boat and they've, they've found this new landscape and it's got mountains and it's got ravines and it's got fresh water and it's got vegetation. And I think what, what happens in those situations is a land grab. And so you get lots of people for lots of reasons going to this new place. Um, some of those reasons, as an extension of consciousness, are, let's say, not as pure as others, and what we get sometimes with these sorts of situations is people that are just looking for the next quick opportunity, the next quick win, how can I get there first and, and capture whatever it is I'm trying to do, do you literally capture um, this thing that I'm trying to you know create in my life, and sometimes those intentions aren't necessarily in the right place, but what I think as well as I agree with Ryan, like the opportunity to get as close to certain people as you can right now in clubhouse is really quite unique and being able to have a conversation with someone that you might not even get close to through like instagram or through twitter because they're just you know they're used to ignoring people on there whereas in clubhouse it's different it's new it's a chance to just sort of show up and be like hello um I i think that's quite fascinating so my prediction for what it's worth is clubhouse saturates to a point where Everyone who's on there is just trying to talk, you know, no one's really trying to listen. Then changes, and whether that is an intervention or not, who knows, but then changes to be able to do something differently, something else that brings mass attention in. Because when I was thinking like your uncle or your auntie, when your uncle or your auntie is like, oh, I'm gonna go on Clubhouse because they they want to get something from that. Not because they've got something to share and they think by being on there it's an opportunity, but Because they think, well, that's that's entertaining for me. I'm going to do that tonight. Um, That's when, that's when it becomes something completely different. It becomes consumer driven. I don't think it is consumer driven at the moment. I think it's creator driven. Yeah. Um, But again, I'm theorising because I'm not even bloody on it. I have been invited. I I haven't. Ryan even uh, said, you know, I sort of fancy it, but I just wanted to see how it pans out. But it's good to it's good to have Ryan here, who's actually been in it um, and, and felt it.
1: I find it quite interesting because you both kind of, the way you both spoke about it, you could almost be talking about any social platform because there are negatives and positives to all of them. But just because at the moment that's getting a bit more traction, I suppose I suppose sometimes it's easier to see the bad sides to something. But really and truly, like, what you both said could apply to any of them. If you look for the negatives in it, you could probably find them as well as... But I suppose what would be interesting... (laughs) yeah. <laughs> is being on it right and what do you see like do you see yourself doing it for a long term do you think in a year's time like your what's your prediction on that
3: uh, i think for i think for me it's so i host a mastermind um for leaders and we come together and we do things like this on on zoom someone said in one of our conversations, they said, like, oh, this is, like, the world's biggest mastermind. And if it's used that way and that people go to these spaces, they find benefit, they go away, they implement stuff and, and things are better, whether that's their personal life, their business life, whatever, then I can see people going back to it, using it for the value that it's worth. Um, that's the way I see it. I think for me personally as a creator, I um, I'm exploring it for the for the love of creation and, and bringing good people together. And for as long as that happens, then I'll continue using it.
1: And do you use it much? Like, do you join to listen as much or do you create more?
3: I'm trying to do 80-20. Okay. Because I, I, 80-20, 80% create, 20% consume. Because if I'm consuming more than I'm creating, I'm not being intentional with my time. Because that you, it's easy to get lost. You know, I, there are... I guess the language and terminology they're saying is that you've got the clubhouse, you've got the hallways, you've got the rooms, and there's a lot of stuff there. And there's always the next thing to click on and the next invite that I've been invited to. And I try not to uh, slip into that because it can you know. But the, the other day, I had a great conversation with Les Brown. When else am I ever going to get the chance to speak to Les Brown? You know, and so it, it, it's, it's choose your rooms wisely that you're listening to. And then I think for me it's just if you, if you if you've got a heart for something that you want to share, just create that space, create the space that you want to be part of.
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Absolutely. Right. So Ryan, Dan. we know you've got um you've got a call. Have you have you got um you got twelve twelve o'clock? Have you? I'm good, mate. I'm good. Twelve thirty. Okay. Go on then jump into Darren. Do
1: you have? Wait, is it not Matt at twelve?
0: Oh yeah, it's Matt at twelve. Carry on. It's cool.
1: Okay, so Darren, now my views on this might be similar to yours because in my head I think to myself oh having a discussion with someone without having to have my face on video oh, great lovely brilliant I'll <laughs>
2: tell you what this this makes me think of and this is where it really does show my age you guys may or may not have even heard of this but a thing called CB radio many many moons ago and basically people had, had these little radio systems and they could talk to each other. They'd mostly started up with lorry drivers, I think, that sort of thing. And they used to tell each other about road traffic incidents and this, that. And that almost become, I guess, something like this, where people would talk about subjects or different things. So it sounds really new and, and that, but yeah, it's very, very diff- difficult to invent something new. And what they've done is just used a platform here and social media to do it. So I'm not saying it sounds like it could be really good. And if you get into the right room or chat room, it could be really good. As much as I don't like my face being on things, I do like to see other people. And and that I find... I do like a podcast because you don't, normally if you listen to a podcast, you know who that person is listening to. But had I not met Ryan now and seen his face, the one thing I would say, Ryan, is your voice is coming through and, it's, and you've got a really good voice so you can get drawn into those voices and for me, I, I, even though I don't say I don't like seeing people I would struggle just listening to someone and not seeing them
1: mm. Fair enough it can get a bit like, strange I'm the same though because I, I used to struggle with podcasts but then I think like you said, when you know who you're listening to it's a bit easier Yeah okay so the last thing I want to do is I want everyone's predictions on if you think probably going to happen that someone is going to try and copy or replicate or do something similar who's going to try it
0: uh, Ryan I said this to you mate didn't I straight away I was like whatsapp whatsapp I think if, if if Zuckerberg and I could be miles away but if he sees what he's got in front of him and what he has at his disposal I've got three big he's got lots of apps by the way That some that we don't even know about I've got Instagram, Facebook, and WhatsApp. Out of the three, WhatsApp's the one that I think could be the, the one that goes, oh, hey, everyone, we've just introduced an audio-only, um, you know, roulette-style, come and have a little listen and see what's going on. Because of the functionality and the quickness of it and the, the way that we're always using it for this kind of thing anyway, this kind of like looking at a list of people, and and I, I think it would be too risky for him to convolute Facebook or, or Instagram. And I also think it might not look good for him to just come out with, you know, Shubhouse and be like, here's, here's mine. I, I just don't think that would be a good look. Um, his other option is to just go and buy it uh, and acquire it. But there's rumours about Twitter doing that. So uh, either way, it's, it's a great question. And I think as well the debate is whether it's a flash in the pan or whether it's, uh, you know, and everyone's like, oh, shit, we better like get on this quickly, or whether it's like, Something like WhatsApp could suffocate it and just make it irrelevant over over a period of time. So that's why I think I think WhatsApp could be the the way. But that's just it, my opinion. It could be an opportunity here. It might be
2: one. There might be someone who does this at some point. It creates avatars. so you don't see the person, and then you'd be to start laughing at that little clock, that little cat on Zoom. You know, so maybe, good. Maybe 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 there's a, an opportunity here to design an an avatar. There is. For that person.
0: I, t- I said this, well, Ryan um, and Kendall knows about this, but stereo Stereo is avatar-based, Darren. So you have a little um, picture, like a character, like a a, a bitmoji type thing. Um, yeah. And what stereo does is it just randomly pairs you up with someone else. And then you start chatting to them and you can record the conversation. Um, it's a bit weird. There's a lot of people that are on drugs on it from my experience a lot of people were high um uh, but but you do have some pretty cool conversations and it's very political though especially when there's a lot of stuff going on but yeah that's so there is that the other thing is there used to be a called second life does anyone remember second life way before its time like if second life came out now call third life i imagine but if it came out now it would be so what it was like you could have your own character in an infinite land of possibility so you'd be able to walk around as your character go to the shops go and at one point they started integrating real commerce into it so you'd walk into a shop as your character and go to Greg's Mm -hmm. and you'd be able to buy a pasty and it would you'd buy a pasty now the technology back then you wouldn't be able to then get that pasty delivered to you which you could now but back then it was like you, you want to buy a watch it would turn up in a week's time and you had your own currency inside second life and you know it was everything that we're talking about here in a and it was all 3D and you could fly and it was just it just disappeared you gotta ask yourself why it disappeared because it's a pretty oh, if the concept came it. out yeah or, or have they wait you know who knows are they waiting to bring it back but that's exactly this, this, this false reality of being able to be something else literally um, within this platform and do you remember like Habo Hotel? Does anyone remember Habo Hotel? Like, because Darren, you said about chat and it made me think about chat rooms. When the chat rooms first came out, and like I was, I'm grateful in a way that I was alive when chat rooms were a thing. Um, they had Habo Hotel, which is when you had this little Habo, right? It's like a little person and you could walk about and chat. It was like a little sort of like you'd get on a Nintendo game. Yeah, I, I do Nintendo remember that bracket. sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you're in this hotel and like anyone who was in the chat room was in the hotel as well. And you can walk around and talk to people and, and literally chat and be like, hi, how are you? And it, if you didn't want to talk to them, you just walk off. Amazing. Mm-hmm. If we had a bit of that now, I think it would just go crazy. <laughs> who knows? Yeah,
1: I'm
2: going to you know, have to that. speak to my daughters now about Clubhouse and see <laughs> if, they, if they're aware of it because they're... They're, they're young like you, Kendall, you know, 25 and 23, so they'll, they'll, I'm pretty sure they'll know about it.
1: I read about, um, I was reading about like when Zuckerberg did his thing and talk, them talking about whether Facebook would, and um, they started talking about Reddit and how really it would be really smart of Reddit to do that feature because it's the right kind of niche, It's they've got like a, such an engaged audience, like it would be perfect really there if they jumped on that. Mm. So that would be interesting.
3: Mm. Red got a good example, Go me. I got a slightly different opinion to you uh, Tommy. I, I think um, it would be Instagram, and, and I think if we look at the way that Instagram has taken the Reels function just to stamp out um, uh, TikTok, I think they'll do something similar with with Clubhouse because I think there'll be value in in some of these big. Um, Big names, you know, with their big followings. Maybe Instagram Live's not a, the best way to interact with their followers. Maybe this is the new way of having an interaction with their followership. So I imagine, in the same way that we see those little buttons at the top with story, if those people start creating rooms and, and chat rooms, then I can imagine that being quite a, a, a feature that people would jump on. Yeah, I can see that. The I TV know.
2: channel Sky. All oh, right. Did okay, they not on. do anything like that? I know you didn't catch it. Sky. As a TV channel, I, I, you know, you're talking about Instagram doing it. Okay, that is an app, and that. But I just wonder if someone else, at a more commercial company, would pick up on it, yeah, and develop so. something like that,
0: or is that think, just something they wouldn't even entertain? I, I don't think so. I think it's such a, they'd have to be taking such a different course of, of action to put their time and energy into that thing. Although everything is moving towards the. Um, the prediction that uh kendall i uh, mentioned to you that i had back in 2013 which was that in the future which i don't think we're far away from you'll have something on your wrist you take it off you throw it in the air it's a little drone and it literally just follows you around with face recognition and if you want to broadcast what you're up to you can just press a button and it streams out to everyone and it's it takes away the the problem of bandwidth you haven't got to hold it because it's flying about, you don't have to move, you don't have to be restricted to where you are, it follows you, face recognition, so you're never out of the shot. These technologies are now pretty much here. And, you know, we're moving towards a world where you can literally have you broadcasted all day, if you wanted to, You're like your own big brother, which people would be all over, because everyone would want to know what, what everyone else was getting up to. And everyone would want to be able to show everyone else what they're up to, because people like you know, showing what they're up to. Um, so it's an uh, interesting time to be in, be involved in digital marketing. That's Ryan, thank you for joining us talking about Clubhouse today. Um, time will tell what happens, but thank you for doing that. Um, Ryan's actually in the building with us staying in a different room. We're going to be making some content because we are, uh, the people responsible for helping your podcast to amplify your message. Uh, the always better than yesterday podcast. And we as a team, including Matt, who's not here today in the call do the video assets that accompany every single episode and you on your last podcast recording had a pretty special guest um who was it mate well have you got the book there
3: mr matthew mcconaughey here we go all right, <laughs> <laughs> all, right all right all right All right. yeah so so he was uh, he's coming out next episode and yeah i'm just grateful to have you guys in my corner man like i just love what you do and Love the the stuff that you help me share with the world. It's amazing. Thank you. You're welcome, and thank you for choosing Type 55 and doing what you do, buddy.
0: We'll see you in a bit. Thanks, buddy.
2: Well, it's one of the pandemic things again. (laughs) Not only did Zoom come out and TikTok, we we got a dog. Oh, gosh. Uh, uh, A working cocker.
1: Not just for the pandemic, though.
2: Oh, no. No, it's uh, for so, life. Yeah, not just a in, pandemic. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so working cocker, and uh, he's discovered there's a squirrel in our garden at the moment, oh, right. um, which uh, he nearly caught this morning. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we have um, a lot of squirrels where we live, and the kids, um, a couple of years ago now, of Lincoln, he he named one of them. He was like, "Oh, that's Marto." And we were like, Marto? is like, yeah, like tomato, but it's Marto. I was like, right, fair enough. He's going to be good for branding when he's older, coming up with names like that. Um, so we've got this squirrel called Marto. Now, I'm pretty sure Marto has died twice. Like, you know, in the sense that the first Marto sadly got run over. And then, obviously, then, you know, you don't say anything, and the next, oh, there's Marto. I'm pretty sure that Marto's uh, long gone as well. So every squirrel is now Marto. Um and uh, the other day, he saw uh, probably Marto on the floor. You know, unfortunate circumstances. Of course, Marto. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh look, there's, oh there's Marto. Oh, what's he doing? Um, he's tired. <laughs> he's having a little. He's having late. a little rest. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there we go. But that's just what I've got to share on squirrels. So I guess all that's all that's in, uh, all that there is to do is some sort of call to action to invite the viewer to get involved. So um, the viewer, because I anticipate probably one person, my mum, watching. um, But if anyone else is watching, and and you're not my mum, just make it very clear, mum, don't do this. Um, If anyone else is watching, then do let us know what you've taken from our conversation in the comments below this video. And we want to bring you into the conversation. So if there's any questions that you have on anything that you want our opinion on, then we'll take that into consideration when coming up with the agenda. Well, I won't, Kendall will. um, Of what we're going to talk about in future episodes. So thank you for watching. Do subscribe to the channel, hit the notification bell and do all that jazz. And we will see you again next time. Thanks for watching. On behalf of myself, Kendall, Darren, Ryan and Matt, who has tonsillitis. Thanks for watching. We'll see you again
2: next time.